You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and I'm so glad you could be with me. Tonight, I have got Dr. Tony Comancho back on, and she's going to be talking about her brand new book. Now, if you can remember, she was trained by none other than Mr. Jack Canfield himself. So she has got all of this really tremendous knowledge. And she puts it all in her book, but she's talking to us about it too. So I know you're going to love it. Not only is she my herbalist, who I highly recommend. I mean, she is fantastic in that department. But she's also fantastic with the law of attraction and how to manifest things. So it's just perfect that she's on the show with me tonight. So go get a cool beverage, relax, put your feet up and really enjoy this fantastic message with Dr. Tony Camacho. We'll be right back. It's here. It's hot. And it's a must read. It's the science behind the Law of Attraction magazine. Every issue brings you great articles and in-depth how-tos from all your favorite Law of Attraction experts, authors, scientists, and medical professionals. Go to lawofattractionmagazine.net. That's lawofattractionmagazine.net. Did you know that every human uses only a small portion of their powerful mind? Jules Johnson, International Certified Hypnotherapist, wants to introduce you to your powerful mind in order to create your dream life. In as little as one session, Jules guides you into releasing limiting beliefs that keep you from achieving wealth, health, better relationships, and even true love. Schedule a session in Palm Springs or set up a Skype video session for those nationally and internationally. Jules would love to serve as your guide into living your dreams. Go to creativeguidedimagery.com or call 951-201-2166. That's creativeguidedimagery.com. The coaching industry is one of the fastest growing industries in the world. Anytime there's fast growth, there will be good coaches, bad coaches, and those that are downright ugly. Some people are pretty good fast talkers, and many people have some pretty impressive social media as well. But inwardly, they are wolves or pretenders. So how can you tell if a coach can help you or is going to hurt you or your business? Your best protection is to make sure your coach is verified through the Coach Verification Service. Our mission is to protect consumers just like you by verifying your coach has the credentials, accreditation, and skills that they claim. This free service verifies coaches who are vetted and have agreed to a higher ethical conduct 
product that you can trust. So next time you're considering coaching, be sure to get a coach that's verified. For more information, go to coachverification.com today. Well, welcome back, Tony Kamanchev. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. And I'm so excited that you have got a brand new book that has to do with consciousness and the law of attraction. Yay! Hi, thank you, Jules. Thank you for having me over. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. And yes, I do have a new book related to consciousness and the law of attraction. I love it. It's, I think it's my best that I, if I do say so myself, I love it. <laughs> well, let's start at the beginning here because you know about the law of attraction and consciousness from the one and only Jack Canfield. Yes, I was, I'm a certified trainer. I've been trained by him. He's my mentor, and uh, and I love him, and I love his work, and all, all his followers. It's just an amazing, what he calls the Canfield family. It's an amazing group of people. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, he is a fabulous. He gives one of the best presentations. Oh, yeah. he, he was at um, my event, and oh my goodness, the audience went crazy over him. So he he really is quite impressive of a guy. Yeah, he has a lot of charisma and also a lot of practical advice and a lot of experience. And he had a background where he had to struggle and then manifest everything he wanted. And so it's just such a great example that you can do anything you want if you set your mind to it. Mind to it. But again, he has that formula that it's a step-by-step and I always call it like a practical way to the law of attraction and that actually makes it work you know it makes it more applicable easy to do I should say simple not easy because it still requires dedication and you know it works it works it's worked for many many people including me yes he he really has had difficult times in his life and he does know how to manifest he knows how to laugh. He knows yes. how to have fun. He knows who to hang out with so that their vibrations are, are matching. You know, mm-hmm. he really is a terrific creator. And yes. you really got to hand it to him. He has a billion-dollar business. A mm-hmm. billion with a B. Yes. And yet, there was times when he's almost homeless. Yes, he was. He tells a story when he used to eat the ramen noodles for dinner, right, with a little bit of tomato soup and salt and pepper, and that was his meal, his ninety-nine cents meal. You know, that's all he could afford. Yes, and and he's down to earth, and he's also very hardworking. So that's, that's he sets a good example, you know. And and like he always says, it's like action is what takes you there, you know. Yes, and that and those are the last few letters of the law of attraction. Attraction is action. So yes, you can manifest, but you also have to take steps to go towards your goal, you know, not just like sit there and wait for it to come to you. And so he's, uh, I mean, I've been, um, I, I have volunteered to help him run his events and, and yeah, he's there, you know, he's there. It's not, he has a bunch of people working for him, but he's there making sure everything's okay. And he's there until late at night and, you know, you can see him exhausted, but he's still working. You know? Yeah. 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 He's not afraid of hard work. Not at all. So, um, and that, that is the key. That is the Mm -hmm. key. You have to really enjoy what you're doing. And he does. Yes. That's the key. If you're going to go forward in life, you really have to enjoy what Mm -hmm. you're doing. So he loves people too. Yeah. 
He does. See him, you know, people approach him to talk to him and he's happy talking to them and giving them advice. And, you know, he'll start at six in the morning and it's eight o'clock at night. He's still talking to people. And he's, yeah. So it's, it's great. It's amazing. Amazing. He's, he's such a nice, nice man. So let's talk about your book, your brand new book. Now, why? I know why, but why do you think people will like this? Well, I think it's a very complete book. I haven't found anything on the market that is, is, has been designed this way. And I actually ran it by my other mentor, Patty Aubrey, and she looked at it. She's like, yeah, I never seen it done in this way. And what I did is um, I decided to write about, challenge my beliefs. What do I believe? That was, a, you know, I was having a hard time. Like most of us all, you know, we're manifestors, but we also have, like everybody else in life has a hard time. Yeah. And sometimes you question this, like, have I, do I really believe in something that is true? Right. Or is it, I'm just making it up here trying to get through the day. And so I just, I sat down and said, well, what do I believe? And I went back through my entire life because I've been into this since I was 19 and I'm 45. And so I went through throughout the years some way that I learned, you know, from Buddhism and Hinduism to Wicca and the law of attraction and, you know, just moving along and all these topics and angels and divinity, you know, all of, I've been there. I've been everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's like why I love you. I mean, yeah, because <laughs> we can really communicate. This is good. <laughs> So, but I'm also a scientist, right? I mean, I'm an engineer by trade, so so it's a it's a nice balance. And um, so I sat down and I, I just in meditation, I was questioning, what do I believe? And and it just came to me, you're not going to believe it in a week. Just like all of a sudden, in that meditation, is just flooding the the ideas, everything that I believe in and that I that I've been working towards. And I'm and I'm like, okay, so how do I write it so people can? It it all comes together. Like I said, I I've been to so many. Um, different fields but in reality they all come together but you've never seen a book where they all come together you, you right. see on the law of attraction you see books on the chakras you see books on the aura and energetics and you know jack's books that are very uh, practical and stuff but how do they all come together and that's what i did and it's maybe because i'm an engineer and i like the explanation of things and i like to see how things fit together maybe that's my brain that that came up with it and so that's what i did it's like okay so um, it all starts with our beliefs and we create our reality based on what we believe in what's in our subconscious. But then I said, well, how does it happen? And that's when I'm like, okay, the belief, I started going into the book about what's consciousness and how consciousness gets created and how it's in our bodies and our physical bodies and then our energetic bodies. So I talk about the energetic bodies and then how those, those uh, energetic bodies are that vibration is what attracts those multiple realities that are out there. They all have different vibrations. So depending on how you're vibrating, that's the, that's the reality that you match. And we're switching by realities. Uh, you can, I mean, several times a second, it's just happened so fast. And we're always thinking the same thoughts and have the same emotions that we keep attracting the same reality and reality. So you don't see that blip, you know, the blink of changing because you're not changing often. And so I just brought everything together. And so the book is full of science, but it is also bringing Eastern philosophy and Taoism and Hinduism and Buddhism into kind of marrying them, you know, East, East meets West, if you want to, you want to call it that, that way. And I'm an also energy medicine practitioner. So I'm like, okay, 
now that I covered the theory, well, people need something practical. Okay, now that you know why and how it works. And so I decided to add the techniques that you can use to change your vibration so you can attract a different reality. And that I include uh, everything from energy medicine like Reiki or hypnotherapy and sound therapy to uh, tarot card reading and dream interpretation. Like I said, I just went through my whole experience to my whole spectrum that I, that I've been studying. Wow. It's, it's interesting. I mean, it's actually a small book considering all the topics that I cover because I just give an introduction to each of these tools and then everybody can dedicate themselves to learn more about each of the tools, but I'm giving you an intro so you can, you can, you can know which one you're attracted to and, and follow it. And I do have some ex practical exercises in there too, that you can use in order to shift your vibration um, so I think it's interesting. It's an interesting. Well, let, let me dive into the science behind this then a little bit. So we have multiple, multiple realities, but the, there might be 10 different solutions to our problem, but it's whatever we're matching vibrationally. So we might pick or be only getting halfway because we're not there instead of there even though there's a couple more multiple realities. Is that correct? Yes, and, and I think where it's hard for us to grasp is that there are infinite realities out there. So there's infinite possibilities and every, all the possibilities of, of how things could go are there. And we tend to vibrate depending on what emotion we spend the most time with. And because we all shift, right? There are days that we're happy. There are days that we're not that happy. And, right. you know, but it's... It, what Hawkins says is the average of the emotions that you feel the most. And he, he actually managed to quantify uh, using quantum physics and uh, kinesiology and other, another type of science. He managed to quantify each of the vibration and he gave them numbers. I don't know if those are the real numbers, but he gave them numbers enough for us to qualify, meaning that negative emotions uh, such as anxiety and anger and stress and guilt and shame, he labels them. Um, in the less than 200, that's what we call it, 200. Uh, um, and so, so you tend to think a lot of negative emotions or spend a lot of time feeling guilty and anxious, then you're probably vibrating at that 200 or less than 200 uh, rate. But if you're feeling appreciation and love and all those uh, you know, positive emotions, you can go all the way to 1,000 or 600, 500. The majority of us spend between, well, the majority of us in the law of attraction world, right? The, um, that we understand the law of attraction, we tend to vibrate in more in the in the between 400 and 600 um, range, and then of course something happens to us, and we shoom, we go down to the lower ones. But we have, tend to have tools, or we tend to find a way to get back to the positive emotions. And so the way to look at it is kind of where do I spend my most of my time? What are the things that I think the most and the feel the most? Because that's going to be your um, your level of consciousness. That's what he calls. And I put it in my book, like all the emotions and what is the number that each one has. So you can have an idea of where you are. You know, you can do that um, as, as an exercise. And um, so anyway, so that, let's call it a rate of vibration, is what um, goes to your aura. And your aura is what attracts, attracts that, uh, those dimensions or realities you want to call where you want to go. So if you're constantly in the 200, you're going to be attracting those realities that are low level with more things, negative things happening to you. But if you shift and lift your vibration and you're in the 600 or 400, then you're attracting more of those realities that vibrate at that 
um, at that rate, which are the happy, we call it happy, but the, the ones we want, you know, the positive ones. What if you're at that, um, make your belief or your, oh, what am I trying to say? You're pretending the, what the future is. Where would that be in the realm? Would it be like four to 600 or would it be less than you're pretending that everything is perfect just the way you want it, even though it's not real? So it depends how good pretender you are ah. <laughs> because it's all about how you feel. And so if you're pretending, but suppressing the negative, the negative is still there. But if you are like hopeful, right? Hope, hope is, is a high vibration emotion. It's not as high as love, but it's higher than anger or guilt or. Right. And so if there's hope, then you are going towards the, you're heading that direction. And, and also, if you really close your eyes and remember, for example, the last time that you were happy and that will, you know, all our memories takes, have, us have emotions. And so then you, you have that emotion and then you imagine the situation that you want, then you're putting an emotion to a visualization that uh, even though it might not match, but at least you're feeling that while you're visualizing and that helps you get that, get there. You know, you can think about you know, your kids or the last time you, when you got married, whenever you felt joy. And then as soon as you got that emotion in your heart, then visualize what you want, even though it's not the same thing, but you're already feeling it. So in other words, if you're not feeling emotions, when you're visualizing, then you're really not doing any good for yourself. You're yeah, wasting your time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You've got to, the purpose of visualization is so that you feel that emotion. Uh-huh. That's a key. And I don't really think that many people talks about that. Yes. And it is very important. That's what Neville calls the feeling of a wish fulfilled. You know, it has to be that that feeling. And uh, and Jack brings it more into he says he calls it that he likes that even if you don't believe it yet, but if but if you cause that what he calls a cognitive dissonance, you know, like you're even though you're imagining that you first got that feeling from something else and then you're applying it to what you're imagining. He says that dissonance is enough for your brain and your subconscious to start trying to create that that new reality, that uncomfortableness, because it's like, I want to be there. I want to feel that way. It's going to have your subconscious start working towards that achievement of that goal. So it's a it's a good it's a good thing. But yeah, you know, feeling what I tell people is because um, sometimes they say, well, if I never have that, how am I going to know what that feels? That's a good question. Right. And so, and it is, it's a great question. And I talked about that in my book. It's like, sometimes people will say, well, I want to get married. Right. That's an example. And, but I don't know how to visualize the happiness of being married because I've never been married. So I don't know how it feels. And so what I asked them is like, well, what, why are you chasing getting married? Let's forget about what you want is why you want it. Oh, right? that's a good idea. Yeah. And, you know, let's pretend that the person answers, well, is I just want to have companionship and I want to have, I want to feel love and I want to have companionship. And so what I ask is, it's like, well, when was the last time you felt love and you felt companionship right now? And every, almost everybody will say, well, I hang out with my girlfriend and we go to the movies or we go for a walk or, and, you know, that's, you know, my, I know my best friend loves me or, and she's my companion. It's like, so you know what it feels like. So don't attach it to what you want is the why that you need to focus on. So now you know how it feels like to have companionship and to have love. And so now imagine that, you know, when you're visualizing being married or finding your partner or the love of your life or whatnot. 
So you have experienced it. It's just that we always focus on what we want and not why. But once we start questioning, why do you want that? You know, you want a million dollars. Okay, so why do you want a million dollars? So it's a very important question and people don't ask it. Yeah, why, 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 why do you want the million dollars? Yes. So some of their reasons may be because they want to be able to go out on a whim and spend what they want. They want to travel. They want to um, buy goodies for the family. Um, you know. The, ask, but you can continue asking that question. Why? Why? And the more you ask that, I like to do that exercise. I keep asking why. And then they answer something else and they go deeper and then they ask, answer why. And, and you keep asking. And then it goes into a question like, oh, do I really want the money? I just want people, I want my family to love me, but they already love me, you know, or I feel guilty because I can't provide for my family. And so now we work on getting rid of that guilt. Okay. Money. So, so what you're really doing then is finding out the reason why you want not only why you want the million dollars, but what's blocking you for it. So exactly. it's twofold. Yes. And that's when you a good have point. the freedom, it's easier to manifest because you don't have the negative emotion of like the guilt that you can't provide or the, you know, that you feel lonely because that is in your subconscious and you're, it's, it's keeping you from manifesting. You might not be thinking that you're feeling it, but it is in there. And so that, that you can ask the person like almost a hundred times why until... It's uncomfortable because they have to they have to dig deeper and deeper, you know, to, yeah. to get to their why. Yeah. Fascinating. That's good to know. Now that's good information. So what other things does your book talk about as I'm looking? So um well I think we've I, I dwell a lot into beliefs. Yes. I think the majority, probably half the book, I I talk about trying to um, get, get very clear and very specific that everything that's in front of us is created by our beliefs, negative, positive, or whatnot. And that's a very p hard pill to swallow for, for people, um, that there's really nothing outside of you. Everything got created from the inside, either because you needed to learn a lesson or for karma or whatever you want to call it. And so the sooner you clean yourself, the sooner you get a reality that, that you want, you know, and the sooner that you start questioning those whys or start questioning, well, why do I believe if this is, this is happening to me, how did I create it? You know, what's in my subconscious and try to get in there and start getting rid of those limiting beliefs that are, are creating the realities that we have in front of us. Now, I'm, at all, I'm also a believer that part of being in this planet, there's going to be suffering. So it's not like I'm saying that, oh, you do this and now life is perfect. I think it's part of our karma being in this planet. While we're here, there's going to be negative situations, the key is how fast can you shift from that negative situation with all the tools that we have learned to a positive and how, how, shift you, how fast you can shift to a new reality. And so now, now give us a time frame then. What's good time? What's okay time? And what's the extreme that we're doing it wrong? How long? I mean, if we're, we're, if we're not getting into that happy mode, say like three or four weeks out or a couple of months, then perhaps we need to look at something different. Yes, exactly. That means that it's not working, right? And, you know, we have to understand that this is not about placing guilt or placing blame on somebody. 
you know, we are all doing the best that we can with the awareness that we have at, the, at this moment. And each moment is different and each aspect of our lives is different. Like I'll tell you, like with relationships, I struggle more and it will take me longer to, to heal and shift to a different reality. But with uh, my business and, and financial, I can manifest really quick because it has never been my, my, um, my issue, right? My karma here has been relationships, you know, <laughs> you know, starting as a young kid with my, my, uh, my family and being married and divorce and it's just never ending like everybody else. And so it takes me longer, even though I have good practice and I work at it every day. And I think as the years, I mean, I've been doing this for 20, over 20 years. So I think I've become, I've become faster. It's still a little bit of a struggle. So I think we're all different. You know, some people are great at making relationships work and then financially they're a disaster, right? And then they manifest money and then they manifest debt, you know? And so it just, so we all have our little cross to bear, if you want to say, and what is going to be fast and not fast. And I think what I, what most of us need to know is acceptance, right? Like we've spent so much time fighting what is, yeah. Comes our way, it's like, but I want it this way. It should be this way. And sometimes we spend months trying to make that should happen when it's like, well, obviously it shouldn't because it happened in a different way. <laughs> so, you know, stop forcing it. Feel the pain if it brought pain, and and then let it go and move on. You know, and, and try to focus on something positive. You know, so acceptance is a big thing. It's not so. It's not like giving up. It's more of a surrender. You know, you don't give up. It's like oh, I'm not gonna do anything. You know, because like I said, we all get little rocks in our path and we just have to learn how to move them out of the path and then continue towards our goal or path, whatever that is, losing weight or money or relationship or whatever that is. Instead, we sit there for months kicking that rock, trying to get it out of there. Yeah. When we can all, all out of the path instead, instead of walking around it, you know, and just continue on our, on our path. So find your rock and go around it. But don't suppress emotions. I mean, we're all allowed to have negative emotions every once in a while. Just don't dwell on them. You know, don't overthink them, you know. Well, here's a, another scientific question for you. You know, we um, come down from a line of people. Our ancestors have had traumatic events and we have their DNA. So right. I yeah. believe we carry a lot of their issues in. Yes. I mean, I'm a lot like my mother was, you know, mm -hmm. so it's, there's no two if and buts about it. You know, she's yeah. sometimes erratic. So am I. So that's part I'm saying, I'm, I'm wishing, I'm hoping that it wasn't <laughs> all me. It could have been some of my mom, but you know, that's how DNA works. So yes. how do we get in there? and um, c come to terms with our ancestral DNA. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's a, that's a good point. We do inherit our, through our DNA, their behavior, their car, and, and even energetically, we inherit some of their karma too, right? And even now there's studies that show that if the, the, the mom, when you have your baby in the womb, your emotions, the baby's learning them already on the womb. Oh, yeah. Them already. So it doesn't even have to be DNA. They're already feeling through you. And so it is, you know, you might have a trauma that's not even yours. You know, it might have been your mom. You know, and I talk about that in the book, too. It's just incredible that, you know, someone might be feeling abandonment. It's not even your abandonment. It's the abandonment of your mom that she was feeling because right. pregnant and the husband left her, you know. And so 
we do have those, the inherited, the ones that we learn from watching other people and picking up through their energy and also energetically and what we carry from other lives too. And so there's, there's a lot, but we can override everything. And one of the methods that I talk in my book too is, the, and I think Joe Vitale talks about this a lot, the uh, Pono Pono wow. method. What I love about that is that what, what they say is like, it doesn't matter what the issue is. It doesn't matter if it came from you, from your dad, from the ghost in your house or whatever. It's like, you just don't want it anymore. And, and you just sit there and let it go. You know, you follow the steps that the, the system is. And one of the things I say before I do Honopono is like, whatever's in my consciousness created by me, my ancestors, or, or my karma from the beginning of time until now that is causing this situation in front of me, I want it out. I'm done with it. You know, and then I repeat that I love you. What is it? I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah. I love you. Thank you. And I continued f- focusing on that and doing the cleaning. Yeah. So, but you said the intention is it's not just what I have in front of me is from the beginning of time and from my ancestors and everything. And so you can do that too. It doesn't have to be Honopono. You can do meditation and just ask for anything that is creating the situation in front of you. It's kind of like a prayer, you know, just to get rid of it. You don't want it anymore. You're done. Yeah. And as Joe said, it's not about resolving the situation. It's about you letting it go. Exactly. It's all about, it's, it's just about how you are feeling about it. The situation uh-huh. may not change, Correct. but the way you're thinking will change. Exactly. And the way you feel. And then if you're feeling differently, then you attract something different. Right. And he's right. It's because he's talking more about surrender, right? It's kind of like I was saying with the rock in front of you. It's like, it's still there. Yeah. You either walk around it or, you know, skip, hop, skip, you know, across it. But yeah, it's how you feel about it. And in the end, that's what matters, how you feel, you know, about anything in front of you. Yeah. So if you're looking at all of this, I mean, if you ask me, my goodness, people go and spend all of this money mm-hmm. with psychotherapists, psychiatrists, they get on meds and everything. But, you know, really, the basics, the real basics of self-help is the law of attraction. Yeah. And, and there's no drugs involved. There's mm-hmm. nothing. There's not long-term. It's simply changing. And everybody has that power. You know, there's so many people that will come up and say, I'm depressed. I'm depressed. I can't get out of it, but I'm depressed. I mean, well, look, they're focusing on being depressed. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, okay, go, you know, hit yourself upside the head and say, stop thinking that you're depressed. Uh-huh. You're focusing in on the wrong thing. Why does that need 12 years of psychotherapy? <laughs> I don't know, but it's not that I'm discouraging that because some people do need that and feel that they need it. But this is the law of attraction, and this is true mental health. This is yes. self-help. This is how you can feel better, and it doesn't have to cost you cost you a cent. It just doesn't. Yes, yes. and you know we have to have compassion um, for everybody wherever they are at the level that they are. So I, I, what I have found is that I think there's tools for every level of evolution where people are. And I think psychology is 
at the um, in between level one and two. And so I don't know if I, you probably have heard this because many teachers talk about the four levels of um, uh, evolution. And as the first one is where we sit and blame the world. You know, this always happens to me. I'm going to get fired and life sucks. And, you know, where the majority of the planet is, unfortunately, right? And the blame and the world sucks and that. And so at that level, I think it's like, it's like you can't go and talk to somebody at that level and tell them change how you think. And if you should, they're just not there. They're, I can't think that way. But then psychology will help. And some people have to go on medication because they're stuck in that depression and like you said, they keep repeating it and repeating it. And it's like just easy, get out, you know, think about something positive, but they don't even, they're not even willing to think about three things to be grateful for, you know? Right. That's where psychology is a tool where at that level helps a lot of people. And then the second level is when you finally discover that, huh, I have more control over my life, you know, and that second level is a spectrum, all of them is a spectrum, but the spectrum starts with if I work hard, I can get money. If I can buy my car, you know, I have control over what happens the majority of time in my life. And then towards the upper level of that spectrum is the law of attraction where you actually know that everything you think and everything you can create. And it's a little bit more empowering, a lot more empowering than here, a little bit more empowering than here. And so then that's when you're at that level where you can be open to hear. Right. You know, how many times have you given a book to a person that you read and they don't get exactly the same message that you got? It's because our subconscious is not ready to receive that information. That's right. I think it's hard to go down to, I shouldn't say now, just go to that level and say, change the way you think and your life will change. They laugh at you. They're just, they're subconscious in your, their mind. They're not ready to see that world yet. And so that's where psychology, college, you know, it's expensive, but that's where it, where it goes. And now they can complain how expensive it is psychotherapy, but you know, they got another thing to complain about. <laughs> so it fits them really well. Yeah. But uh, you know, when they get into the labels as bipolar and all of that, that's pretty scary because that's actually keeping them in the victim mode. Exactly. And, and it shouldn't be like that. I'm sorry. That's where I, I depart. They're putting too many labels because oh, yeah. they can't figure out what's going on with them. So they got to label them to make it clear. But I, I don't like that. And, and I got to be truthful, too. I don't like those drugs that they give them, the so-called happy pills that, that just levels you up. You can't go up. You can't go down. You cannot live life. So I do not agree with that at all. You're preventing yourself from living life. Yes. And it is a, it is a, um, it, I agree with you. I don't like it. I mean, I'm a psychologist, so I, I, you know, I know all of this, but I also don't practice that way. Medication is just, um, unless it's herbs. And this is herbs. Exactly. That's, that's a yeah. different story. That's from Mother Nature. <laughs> exactly. And and I think it's a temporary thing because it will help you to get through the day while you fix whatever you're thinking in order to change. But I mean, when I study psychology, we took psychopharmacology uh, class and I was shocked, literally shocked to see that 40% of those drugs actually do something and the FDA approves them and releases them. You're like, so over half of the people taking them is really not doing anything for it. I know. There's science proving that the, the majority is placebo, that it works because it's placebo. And But then if like if they were like herbs that you can take them and it's a placebo and nothing happened to you, but all the side effects, my God, associated 
it's not worth it, you know, especially if they don't work. It, it's just not worth it. And and you're right also about the the labels. I mean, again, coming from the psychology world, I mean, I'm not exaggerating. It's a book this big that we study on psychopathology, like, I mean, this big. And it's like, how many, there's so many labels. They have a label for everything. And you know what? The majority is for insurance purposes, because if a person does not fall on the label, then the insurance doesn't cover it. And so it's like, really? I mean, there's ridiculous. Sometimes you want to laugh at the, at the things that are in there because they just need to have something. And like you said, it keeps people stuck. And not only that, now people Google stuff. And now I think I'm bipolar or the one that drives me off the handles is like, I'm OCD. Oh, it's my OCD that makes me behave this way or makes me behave that way. It's like, do you even know what OCD is? I mean, those poor people cannot even leave their house before opening and closing the door like 30 times. And, you know, just because you're obsessed with with cleaning your house, it doesn't mean you have OCD. So they they use these labels that they don't even know because they haven't studied, you know, and, and they think that, oh, now that you said that's a crush, it's my OCD, so I can't, you know, I'm not able to do my work or I'm not able to accomplish my goal. If I didn't have OCD or if I didn't have ADHD, that's another one that drives me crazy. Everybody in the world has ADHD now, you know. <laughs> and it's the, I mean, I'm not trying to minimize it. I know that it exists, uh, but I think it's over overdone. Well, I'm just going to say I'm not a psychologist, so I have a little bit more leeway to say it. But I will tell you that I was on antidepressants for years and years and years. And it it just keeps you in that state. You can't be happy. You can't be sad. And oh, my goodness. Finally, finally. I had to get all off of them. I haven't been on them for 20, 25 years and oh, even maybe longer. And, and you know what? Okay. I'm living my life. Look, I'm doing, I'm not doing bad. So it's like, okay, you're going, this is life. You're going to have emotions. You're going to have ups. You're going to have downs. Would you rather be flat and never mm-hmm. even be able to laugh at a joke because it's just like, you know, you're just flatline. It's yes. just, it's there's nothing to it. It's so like, I, I just, I all just, the feelings. Yeah. Because I'll tell you, my uh, my uncle just died uh, maybe a month or two ago, and he was married to my aunt for I'm mean, guessing they were like 17 or 18 years old, and he died at 70 something. So that's a long life together. And she has health problems too, but she was feeling low and sad, and she was crying a lot which to me, I think it's normal after living an entire life, you know, almost 60, you know, 50 something years with, with a partner. And they had a great relationship, which is hard to, you know, to find nowadays a long relationship that was happy. And they put her on, on antidepressants and I didn't know until my mom called and she's like, you yeah, know, she's not doing good. Um, she's just sleeping all day, not doing anything. She doesn't have any emotions. She doesn't want to feel anything. She just goes to sleep and I'm like, well, what happened? Well, she's been taking this antidepressant. I'm like, why? Well, because she was sad. She lost her husband. She's entitled to be sad for at least a year or two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Going to be angry and she's going to be sad and she's going to, you know, bargain and she's going to do all the five stages of, of the grief. Feel. So they took her off the meds and she's fine now. I mean, not fine. She's, uh, of course, being, of course, sad. <laughs> 
she's sad and like she's supposed to, but she's going out with her grandkids now and she's, you know, she's better. But it's like, well, why suppress those uh, emotions, you know? You know, that's true. I think that's one of the reasons why I've been doing this for the last 13 years. It's because there are answers out there and they do reside yes. in you. Yes. And and you don't need to be drugged. You don't need to to go for 11 years to psychotherapy. All you have to do is just listen, pick up your earphones and listen to the show and it's like every show you're going to go, "Oh, I get yes. that." Yeah, it's like this. Yeah, right. Yeah. Look at all the money you save because, <laughs> you know, you got the answers. And anytime you resonate with what somebody is telling you, it's uh -huh. your inside belief saying, oh, yeah, I get that. I get that. That's what you're supposed to know at the moment that you know it. Yeah, exactly. That's what makes it so much fun. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you got into this business. Yes. Yes, and, I, and you know, I love teaching people and um, I, I'm, I just love it. It's just like people come to me and I mentor them and I just, uh, I learned so much throughout the years and I have gone through a lot too. Sometimes people think that my life, oh, your life is perfect because they look at the outside and they look at what I do and what I accomplish and, you know, how dedicated I am and all that, but well, I'm human too, you know, and I'm in this planet too. And so I do have problems in relationships and with my son and I have a teenager. You know, didn't have problems with a teenager at home and the rebellious part. So no, my life is not perfect. I just try to shift to a positive mood as, as soon as I can, you know, and, you know, the whole blaming and complaining, it really doesn't take you anywhere. I do talk to my, my best friend and we go for a walk and I bent a little bit and I was like, I'm done. Now I can move on. <laughs> Yeah, right. And venting is a good thing. Some yes. people say, no, you shouldn't really, you're, you're lowering. But you know what? If you don't get it off your chest, yeah. it's going to stay there longer. Just yes. get it off and walk away yeah. from it. Yeah. And venting is not a problem. It's dwelling on it. Yeah. If you're talking about the same exact problem a month from now and you talked about it every day, then that's a problem, you know? But if you're, it's just happened to you and you call your friend and it's like, oh my God, this happened to me. And maybe you talk about it two or three times and then it's done, then it's fine. You know? Yeah. Right. There are avenues. Um, and again, I don't want to put down psychotherapy or psychiatrist or anything. Everything is good in its own situation, but <sighs> we're humans and by golly, we can enjoy life. Even the tough parts, it's okay. It's okay to be human. Yes. Don't beat yourself up. And I've been there. I'm sure you have too. Mm -hmm. So it, it's okay. Just keep on coming back because the law of attraction is the best yes. psychology you will ever get because it really is true self-help. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, anyway, let's go back to here. We're talking again. Let's go back to your book one more time. The name of it again is? How to Change Your Life with Just One Thought. That's pretty cool. And we can get it at uh, Amazon. We can get it where? Balboa. We can get Balboa, it at Google Books and Barnes and & Nobles. And it has all the formats. It's on all the formats. Yeah. 
Okay, just put that in. I'll have the links below the video and uh, below the radio show. So just go there and um, purchase the book. This book sounds like it has everything you need to get going in your life. And you don't have to remain stuck. And you don't have to suffer. You can know how to change your mind to change your life. Yes. And Tony's got the answers. So, and then while we're right before we leave here, um, you're still a practicing herbalist. I am, yes. So if you have any ailments or whatever, I'm going to swear by Dr. Tony. <laughs> oh my gosh, she has changed my life. I'm still walking three and a half miles a day. I, I'm just, I'm just... It, you know, life is, I've got energy. It's just so good. And it's hard to believe that at one time I was so sick that I was just like in tears crying. So if you have any problems, call Dr. Tony. She'll give you a consultation and uh, resolve your issues by Mother Nature. Yes. And, and you, you make all the herbs yourself. I do. That's the only way I can guarantee that everything is strong, potent, and it's been done with herbs that are um, organic and also um, high quality because the, the quality of the herb directly correlates with the effectiveness and also how much you take. And when you go to the health store, you get the little bottles that really don't, don't they do, do anything. And so that's why I decided to make it myself and I know how to make medicine and, and it works and you know, just uh, that's another field I love too. That's why I made my motto, creating healthier and happier lives, because I think I, I do work on both, you know, the health, but also being happy. Attraction and, and health. Yeah. So if someone is not feeling energetic or feeling not tip top, then there are herbs that you could take to help you mentally Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. Yeah. So I think the the principal herbs for that will be like adaptogens, which are, are herbs that help your adrenal glands and also just regenerate your body. And so that's then that's like ashwagandha and ginseng, chasandra, all those uh, adaptogen mushrooms, reishi mushroom is another one that uh, just help you re re regenerate your health and your energy. But it's also will be good to talk to somebody that knows to see why you're lacking energy, you know, make sure that your thyroid is and it's working correctly, your adrenals are working correctly, you're eating correctly, you're taking enough supplements and minerals in particular. We tend to be deficient in minerals when we feel tired. Um, but vitamin Bs are also a key to that. And, you know, you know, vitamin B12 is amazing for that, too. And so it, uh, talk to somebody that knows so they can guide you, because I know there's a lot of things on the Internet and or call me you know and i'll help you out and with that um, but it's actually pretty simple eat healthy and take herbs and you'll be healthy yeah, yeah that's going to help your mental and physical body and mm -hmm. and that's the place where you want to get you mentioned adrenals again i know you and i have talked about this but in today's world where you know you're just on the internet and you're seeing what's yes. going on in the yes. government i don't care what side you're on it's yes. causing that adrenaline drip yeah. mm -hmm. drip 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 it's like it's 
flight or fear. It, yes. It's just, it's an incredible time. It's historic what we're going through, but it's exactly. stressful for everyone. So everyone, you know, I, I would tend to think if you're feeling a little stressed, get your adrenals going right. And that's exactly. what, oh my God, her, your formula for adrenals ugh, is a life changer, a life changer. And it's not even expensive. It's not no. even expensive. It's just like, oh, my God. So all, it's all you do, you talk to Dr. Tony. She'll even read your tongue, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but the, the truth of the matter is she'll send you a bottle in the mail. I don't care where you're living. Oh, yeah, yeah. She'll send it to you, and then you just start taking it. Within a week, you're going to start feeling a difference. So mm -hmm. I just want to know why, if you're feeling stressed, why are you not going to Dr. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense to me. I swear by her herbs. Really has changed my life. In this day and age, I mean, the truth is we're all under stress. Like you said, not just the government, but driving the kids to school, going uh -huh time your boss does your boss that you know moving bills out, driving bills who's not stressed i mean right who's not stressed nowadays so we should all be taking care of our adrenals because the adrenal the adrenal juice is like it's like money man you invest it waste it or you know yeah invest it is the best thing to do so that's what the 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 adaptogens herbs do they help your adrenals stay healthy yeah and then back to the book, you can't manifest if you're adrenal, if you're all stressed. You can't do it. So yeah. just give it up. Go get the tincture. Oh, my goodness. You're going <laughs> to love it, love it, love it. Oh, Dr. Tony, we are all out of time, but thank you so much for coming on. I so appreciate it. I just love talking to you. We, it, It's like we are, we're matching here so dramatically. So thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me over. My pleasure. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.